Hello, Grace Church. My name is Micah, and I am your guest speaker for today. I'm a pastor in California. Uh, my wife and I were part of a group that planted a church called Two Cities Church in the heart of California, right in Fresno, Clovis. And, uh, and, and so I'm so happy to be with you today. I'm really happy to help out Ryan. I know he's struggling with vertigo right now, so you need to be in prayer for your pastor. I'm in prayer for your pastor. And so when I got the call, when I got the, the email asking if, uh, if I'd be willing to share with you today, absolutely, I'd love to help out in any way that I can. So how Ryan and I know each other, though, is through a coaching group that we both are a part of through the North Point Network. Now, the North Point Network, if you're not aware, is based out of a bunch of churches, all different denominations that all have the same common goal, which is to create churches that unchurched people would love to attend or engage with. We want to be for our communities, not against them. And we want to help clear the clutter of the religiosity out of the way so that people can have a relationship with Jesus. And I know that is your heartbeat also. You want people to have a relationship with Jesus. So thank you for that connection and thank you for being true to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now I'll give you a little bit of context. Here's my family. I'll put them up on the screen for you. I'm married to Erica, my beautiful wife. We have a son who's 11, Josiah, a daughter who's nine, Bryn, and a son who is seven, Eli. On top of leading a church and being a, a dad and husband, uh, my wife and I also, uh, we, we own a virtual assistant agency called Dream Support, so we match virtual assistants with, with uh, business owners and CEOs and entrepreneurs, and so our life is pretty full. Even though our life is so full, one of the things that we value, we highly value, is getting away, right? Get, going to the beach or going to the mountains and getting away for a couple of days as a family and just connecting together. We love doing that. And so one of my hobbies is capturing that on video and posting it on YouTube. I love to vlog. That's right. I'm also a vlogger. I want you to know that I want this summer to be the best summer ever. I want you to experience the best summer of your whole life. But summers like that don't just happen accidentally, do they? You gotta put some planning into it. You gotta put some motion behind that. 
So today that's what we're gonna be talking about. See, summer is notorious for, and in some cases with some professions, and especially your kids who are out of school, it is synonymous with vacation. So I have a simple question for you today. Where do you intend to go, and what do you intend to do this summer? Here's the thing about vacations. There's two kinds of people who go on vacations. There's the planners and the let's see what happens-ers, right? The people who wanna plan the moments, wanna plan like we wanna go experience this, we wanna go do this, and then the people who are like, let's just get there and see what happens. And I've been both of those at different parts in my life. In my 20s, I was more of a, hey, let's just go and see what happens. You know, let's, I don't care if I have a place to stay. It's, it's, it's interesting, it's an adventure, but once you have a family and you got kids, you wanna plan a little bit better than that, right? And here's what I recognize. If we don't plan, it ain't happening. And, and if we don't plan now, if we don't plan on our calendars, if we don't plan in our budgets, it's not gonna happen. But summer has so much more potential than a vacation or a destination. In fact, since my kids got out of school last Friday, I asked my son, Josiah, my oldest, what do you intend to do with your summer? What are your plans? What are your goals? And here's how I phrased it to him. This summer, how are you gonna stay engaged and growing in mind, body, and spirit? And the reason I used that phrasing is because our school district uses that phrasing, so it's simple to understand for him. And you know what he did? He had already written a summer bucket list. Now, some of the things on the list are, are kind of unattainable at his age with his budget. Things like, I wanna go see the Statue of Liberty. Well, we're not, we're not going to New York this summer, okay? We're in California. Don't have the time and budget for that. But I love that he's thinking about the things that he would like to accomplish or do. So instead of telling you about what he's gonna do, why don't I let him tell you? Well, for mind, I downloaded an app to learn French on my iPad, and I also downloaded an app to learn the guitar. And then for body, we're like swimming. I'm gonna like swim or like go to a trampoline park called Defy pretty much almost every day. And then for spirit, I'm doing a daily devotional. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Did you know, and I'm sure you do, that just having a bucket list does not guarantee that something's gonna happen, that, that you're gonna accomplish any of that stuff. In fact, there's this psychological effect that when you think a goal or when you write a goal, it gives you the same dopamine hit as if you actually accomplished that. Isn't that interesting? And that's what prevents most of us from moving along in our goals. We've already, our mind has already been tricked into thinking we've accomplished it. God knew that about you. He knew that about me. For some reason, he designed us that way. And, and I've got some questions about the way that he designed things, as I'm sure you do as well. But here's what I know. He designed each one of us on purpose, for his purpose. So you have purpose and you have design and he loves you and he has a plan for your life. The trouble is it's sometimes hard to figure out what those purposes are, right? And it seems like we make plans and we're going along that path and those plans get altered or downright smashed, right? And, and a lot of times our plans are, are shifted to new plans because where we intended to go is not where we actually went. And so it's hard to figure out. And I think a lot of times that has to do with the plans are ours and not his. This summer, I wanna challenge you to submit your plans before the Lord your God. 
to hold them with open hands, to present them to him and say, here's my plans, God. What do you want to do with them? And be open to his altering of our plans. Listen, in, in the scripture, right, in, especially in the Old Testament, we have a genre of scripture called the wisdom literature. And one of those documents that's a part of the wisdom literature genre is called Proverbs. I'm probably telling you things you already know, but just in case, for, for, the, for some of us who are asking, what does that even mean? Let me tell you a little bit about Proverbs. Proverbs is full of wise sayings from, from ancient leaders who learned things from God and life experience. Proverbs are not promises of God. They're principles that generally work. Okay, it's important to understand when you read the wisdom literature that they're not necessarily promises of God, that if you do this, this is always the outcome because you will test that and there will be exceptions to the principle from time to time. But in the vast majority of life experience, these principles work. So Proverbs are principles, not promises. I'm going to read to you from Proverbs chapter three. My child. Never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. And, and that's how you know it's a principle, not a promise, because you could do everything right in life or nearly right because you're not perfect. And somebody else's life decisions could end yours, what we would consider early. So even though you've done everything just nearly 100% right, Someone else's decisions affected your life. That's why it's a principle, not a promise. Let me read it again. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. And you and I know that a good reputation is worth gold. Why? Because a good reputation opens up opportunities for influence, opportunities to impact. It leads to opportunities to change the world, maybe not the world as a whole, but the world that you have direct contact with. But as far as plans go, like your plans for the summer, to make this the best summer ever, let's keep reading. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. He will show you which path to take. I love that. That means it's not totally dependent on you, that, that you just start walking the path, right? And as you come to a fork in the road, you ask him and he guides you. So the trouble with summer and plans is that there's so many options. There's so many things you can do. There's so many forks in the road, but if you commit it to the Lord and listen, he will guide you to the right path. And he's big enough and strong enough that if you veer off to the wrong way, he can actually alter your path to get back to the one he wants you to be on. So you're making plans and you've got goals, just like my son's summer bucket list, just like the things he's trying to accomplish. But let me ask you something based on your past experience, maybe past summers, past seasons of, of growth, did your plans go exactly the way that you thought they'd go? Did they pan out exactly the way that you had hoped? 
Probably nearly never. But do you know what it means to trust the Lord with all your heart? It's to trust Him when things don't go the way that you think they ought to go. When they don't go the way that you made your plan. Because He's still working something out for your good. And His plan is better than your plan. His ways are higher than your ways, than my ways. Think about being a parent. My kids all summer long have things they hope to do every single day, but I know that not all of those things are gonna happen, right? And it's not always good for all those things to happen. If left to his own devices, my youngest son would be on a screen 24 seven. That's not good for him. So his plans are not gonna work out exactly the way that he wants them to work out. He will get some screen time, but we'll make sure that he has other things going on as well. God knows what is best for you, what is good for you, and he is working it out for your good. As parents, as we let our kids like struggle through something or figure something out, and it's hard, right? It's always a season of preparation for what's next. We allow our kids to fall and get back up because we want to prepare them for life. We allow certain things, hardships to kind of be around our kids sometimes because we want them to be prepared for something else later in life. It's the season of preparation. The whole raising a child in the way they should go is, is a season of preparation for life. I want you to think about your summer as a season for preparation for what's next. We don't know what's next. God knows what's next. And what happens this summer is preparing us to be ready for what's next. Yes, I want you to live in the present moment. I want you to enjoy this summer, but realize it's not gonna go exactly how you planned. There's gonna be hiccups, but God is preparing you for something next. There's something brewing that you can't see yet. So don't let summer just happen. Tackle it with purpose and be willing to alter your plans along the way according to what God does in your life. So this summer is not gonna be perfect. It's not going to go exactly as planned, but it's going to be good. It's going to be a season of preparation. And as you think with the end in mind, I want to ask you a similar question that I asked my son. How are you going to grow in your mental health, in your physical health, and in your spiritual health this summer? What is your training regimen going to be for these things? Here's a principle for today that is very true, and I want you to get it. Direction, not intention, determines your destination. You got a goal, that's your destination. Just having a goal or destination in mind does not get you there. You have to have actionable direction. So if you wanna grow this summer, you need a plan and you need a guide. So I'm gonna give you a simple guide to help you build a plan to arrive at the destination you intend to go. Recognizing it can all be altered by the will of God. But let me tell you this, it's easier to steer a ship when it's moving than when it's sitting still. You're not gonna get these plans 100% correct, 100% in alignment with what God wants for you, but don't worry, God can make it right. God will set it straight. Let's read verse five and six again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. So here's the guide. Here's the challenge. I'm calling it the 3X Summer Challenge. You gotta call these things something. So that's what it's called. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll give you the guide. If you're from Grace Church, I've given it to the administrative assistant there. So she's got it, your media team's got it, your pastor has it. So you can download this in a PDF file. 
I think they're gonna email it or make it available to you in some way, which they will inform you about. And if you're a part of Two Cities, if you're watching on the app, you can download it from that uh, live screen that you're watching from or the on-demand portion. Or you can connect with us on our private Facebook group, Two Cities Fan, and we'll be posting it there after the service. But I wanted to create this simple thing just to help you process and think through this and to give you some actionable steps today. So the first part is read through Proverbs chapter three, the whole chapter, three times this week. Part number two is identify. Identify one output goal, meaning one uh, intended outcome in each of those areas of life, mental health, physical health, and spiritual health, and write those down. Number three, underneath each of those output goals, I want you to put three input goals, meaning number one, for my physical health, I'm going to work out three times a week for 30 minutes, or I'm going to stop eating French fries, or I'm gonna walk for 20 minutes every day. Those are three different goals you can put that would be input. You would be putting those in to get the intended outcome. Input goals are things you can do. Output goals are the things that you hope happen as a result of what you do. So you have an output goal for each of these areas, mental, physical, spiritual health, and you have three input goals for you to accomplish those output goals. We'll call those actions. So you have a desired outcome and three actions for each desired outcome. So you take some time, you go through, and you write them down. Spiritual health, maybe you're not in the habit of reading the Bible every day or being in prayer, or maybe you've never fasted and you wanna try that out. Try spiritual disciplines there to help you with your spiritual health. Or try putting service there, some kind of service opportunity because you're not used to putting other people's needs ahead of your own. Every goal you write should be bathed in prayer and submitted to the Lord, and you're doing it open-handedly that he will, will move, alter, or change it for your good and the good of others around you. The most loving thing you can do this summer is to actually, actually have goals and be an example for those around you that you are moving forward. You're not stuck, you're not stagnant, you are trying to grow and follow Jesus. And if you do these things, it will, it absolutely will increase your health and the health of the relationships around you as far as it depends on you. Because you're the only one you can control, right? You can't control somebody else's actions. So work on controlling your own actions. Now, when you've written these things down, you've submitted them to the Lord. You have committed to the Lord. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to pursue these things. I want you to share it with three people you trust. Maybe it's your wife, your husband, a best friend, a pastor, a small group leader, uh, just commit to three people that you're going to share with that you'll be accountable to this summer. And then you're going to sign and date this piece of paper as a commitment. You're going to post it somewhere. You're going to keep it somewhere that you can see. Maybe it's on the fridge or on the bathroom mirror or in your car, somewhere that you're going to see all the time and be reminded of these goals. Again, verse six, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. So where do you intend to go this summer? I intend to grow. And I hope you do too. It's one of the most loving things you can do for the people around you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us a mind to think. Thank you for giving us the ability to make goals and work towards them. And thank you for the ability to give us the grace to know we don't have to get it absolutely correct, to know that you will fix our path, that you will direct our path if we are submitted to you. 
if we are watching for the direction of the Holy Spirit, Lord, you will guide us. And Lord, keep us from self-destruction. Keep us from doing things that are self-sabotaging against these goals and help us to develop more healthy relationships as we pursue mental health, physical health, and spiritual health this summer. Let this be the best summer we've ever had. Let it be a season of preparation for the best fall we'll ever have. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Church, thank you for allowing me to be with you today. Thank you for the grace uh, to allow me to speak my heart to you today and, and share this with you. I'm so happy to be able to be a resource for your church. And Ryan, God bless you. And I hope, Ryan, you feel better soon so that you are at maximum capacity. But you know what? God's got a plan and he's got you covered. God bless.